Let's go. Binge Town, how are we feeling today? It's your boy PD, aka producer Dave, here with B Toms. We got a small crew tonight. It's just us two. Uh, Paul had some issues that he won't be able to make it today, but we'll certainly keep the train rolling without him. Mm. Today we will be coming covering episode four, season six of Rick and Morty called Night Family, which B Toms told me the name of the episode, and I was shocked that it didn't include Rick or Morty or some variations of their their names in the title. I don't even know the last time we've had a title that didn't include those names, but I'd have to go back and do some research. But another one-off episode. Um, this is just one of those. It maybe wasn't like I didn't think it was like maybe that funny of an episode, but the plot really had my mind racing. Uh, I can't remember. Have you seen the show Severance? I have not actually. Now nah. it's it's a very similar concept, but we the, covered it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, it's very similar concept, pretty much in severance. You separate your work personality from your life personality. So the person who clocks into work has their own personality versus the person who's coming out of work has their own personality. So it kind of plays off that. I Like I said, I, I liked the episode. The plot was really crazy, but maybe wasn't one of the more funny ones, but still a great episode overall. For sure. And I think the overall tone of the episode was Rick and Morty does a horror thriller episode which they've only really kind of crossed into that genre once before with the scary terry episode when they did kind of the the purge too maybe so like once or twice but yeah yeah, a couple times but this you know it's a little terrifying yeah it was definitely a scary concept (laughs) and the way that they made the knight family like these my not mindless completely but just very zombie-esque it was it was pretty terrifying Mm -hmm. um so they kind of nailed it with the tone there but another episode that is very smith family centric you know we barely leave the smith house it's other than the gadget that allows them to do night families it's not heavily reliant on science fiction equipment like all of Rick's devices and inventions, getting them out of trouble. It's just very kind of family oriented, which love it or hate it. Um, I think it's allowing us to explore the Smiths a little bit more in the dynamics at play. And I would also say another strong episode for Jerry, maybe, or an episode (laughs) where he is painted in a good light um, because in a way he saves the day this episode. You're absolutely right. Jerry does save the day again, which is crazy to think about. And you're absolutely right with all the talk of we're now getting more introduced to the dynamics of the Smith household rather than them just going on these wacky and like adventures and kind of just being able to put things aside. They now actually have to come together to tackle issues versus just taking a portal gun and dipping the hell out of there. Very Mm -hmm. interesting. And it does even though we do miss the portal gun a lot, it does offer to be some very entertaining television. Absolutely. And I'm kind of just playing through season by season, the family dynamics at play like season two, that was the divorce season, or maybe it was season three. And then the next season was kind of focused on Beth and Jerry's single life and then them finding each other. And then the following season, which would have been season five is kind of this still fresh in their mind reconciliation from the divorce. I feel like now we're two or three seasons removed from that divorce season. 
that season six might be the happy family Smiths kind of building each other up season, if that makes sense. Yeah, like teamwork, like working together and huh. just having good relationships rather than just always kind of butting heads like like we saw in season one with even just like Beth and um, Rick, just how they always didn't foresee uh, like see eye to eye. But now they kind mm. of do a little bit. Um but that's that's just the way it is, and I've been loving every second of it. So let's get right into this episode. Let's do it. Uh, we open up with Beth just not being able to sleep. She's kind of counting sheep literally on an, an app. I wasn't sure if it was like Jerry keeping her up or something, but she clearly couldn't sleep. And she goes downstairs to which she sees this zombified version of Rick kind of doing sit-ups and then just leaving without saying a word. It was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't even know. I, I kind of just assumed it was just a different Rick, but then I kind of thought, well, all the other Ricks are either like dead or just not really around anymore. So it has to be our Rick. But questions are quickly answered with mm-hmm. the next morning. Rick essentially breaking down to Beth that he purchased this machine that allows him to create a night person. Um, what the hell is a night person, you may ask? Uh, yeah. Rick basically says it's a machine that programs a list of shit that he wants to get done while he's asleep, if you want to even call it that. Mm-hmm. And he becomes this night person that gets those chores done. It's a really cool concept. I mean, like I said, it, he breaks up into this robot zombie that is forced to do these tasks that's programmed to do while Rick mm-hmm. has no recollection of doing these things when he wakes up. He's just like, oh, yeah, like now I have a six pack you know (laughs) yeah so number one the irony of beth counting sheep on a phone while she was trying to go to sleep was really funny uh but number two when they're at the breakfast table and rick's like oh this is obviously this fancy invention that i got from the goo goo galaxy or whatever um and summer just kind of gives him a huh whatever we're not allowed to use it and rick gets so pissed off that summer like didn't say what was on her mind he's like fuck it you guys can all have a a (laughs) night person of your own if you had a night person what would be the first thing you would have it programmed to do like would you have yourself learn a language would you try and do the morty route would you try and get shredded like do you have something right away that you would have your night person do I think a language would be cool, but first thing I would do, probably get them to work out a little bit. Why not? Mm. Yeah. yeah, get the get the looks down first and then we work <laughs> on the uh, the suave personality. Um, but I think I'm right there with you. Probably get myself ripped and then start working on the languages. But it's, it's just so crazy that Rick is just now able to wake up and have like a 10, a bajillion pack, not even just a 10 pack great running gag for the episode is him and morty just being absolutely swole yeah i fucking <laughs> the love washboard that. abs morty's just constantly letting people just like punch him in the abs he's just like he's just trying to test the strength <laughs> um but it does require a blood sample everyone's a, well jerry's a little squeamish about it of course he passes out from the blood and... <laughs> somebody has to catch me if i pass out <laughs> they no, just one let him flop him. on the table <laughs> so that is the um that is the opening, and then I believe this is where we get the title sequence that we all mm-hmm. uh, love so much. And then we come back to the following morning, where it seems like everyone is enjoying the benefits of the accomplishments of what their night selves did. Um, it seems like Summer learned a language, Beth had picked up an instrument, Morty got the abs just like Rick, 
And Jerry is just communicating with himself. He is literally just writing himself letters. And the family, of course, is laughing at him because that's that's not what night selves are for, Jerry. Like you have so Very, many things you can do. A harmless, innocent thing that Jerry tries to do. And Beth and Summer just absolutely take a dump on him. Like <laughs> they're so mean to Jerry. But at the same time, come on, Jerry, you could have thought of something cooler. Little do they know this will wind up saving their asses, though. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so then we get a little quick shot at, uh, I guess it goes back to night very quickly. I don't remember what the transition was, but we do see the night persons activating at night. The family goes to sleep and they kind of slowly one by one wake up again. They kind of look like these zombie human beings. They're not really fluid in their motions. They're a little bit more like robots, but they're all doing their chores that are assigned to them. Uh, Morty's doing the ab workouts. Beth is learning the, the instrument and Summer here is doing the dishes yeah. when she kind of looks out into the sky. And this is where you can kind of tell things are going to go a little weird. We didn't know exactly where they were going to go. Yeah, they this used Beth had something on her mind. Or this summer had yeah. something on her mind. And they used the scene to 15 second clip to emphasize that this night family doesn't really seem to be enjoying these activities because it's really all their chores and shit. So you see like Rick and Morty have pit stains and are like groaning doing the sit-ups. And yeah, Summer is not very thrilled to be doing the dishes. They are filthy to say the least. Yeah. Um, But so we get a glimpse the next morning. Rick and Morty are hosting a podcast. Wonder what that would be. I wish I could plug the podcast here. I'd be like, go check them out, guys. What is the name of their podcast? podcast it was like fantabulous i can't remember i didn't write it down i I was actually waiting i was actually waiting for the title i might have missed that in my in my note taking what the actual title was i i knew i was hoping it was going to be funny but i I didn't see it uh uh, right away Hmm. um but they are doing a podcast so a little bit of a competition for us um but then jerry comes in after they are done recording and says that night summer would appreciate it if everyone would rinse their plates off before putting them in the sink and of course rick denies it he's like absolutely not let's make this this, let's take this as compliment let's make this as complicated as possible yeah so this is when they go they lean into kind of the horror tropes and this is a a really cool visual scene because it's their glowing blue eyes and they have them like strapped down um the scene was also disgusting too when summer comes in and starts like feeding him the scrapings off of the plate like this i, I was a little I scared to... to be honest like that was a little <laughs> scared to be honest i was a little terrified it was, it was just like so over the top disgusting and did we even get to this scene yet or am I skipping ahead? You might be skipping ahead a little bit, but we're pretty mm. much there because what happens is Rick, of course, denies the request. Yeah. Um, and then the next morning after, I guess, Jerry tells Night Jerry that they're going to deny the request. They The family wakes up to find all of the plates smashed in the living room. To which right. Rick, of course, rather than just admitting to cleaning the plates, he goes yes. to space creates a bunch of space plates that are better than the plates that they already had but brings them back he's like all right guys we got the china so we don't even have to worry about it. our night cells we'll just go back to doing what it is and it's like such an asshole it's just like he always avoids the easy route when it just involves 
you know, helping someone else out is just so ridiculous. The lengths he will go to avoid being told what to do from someone and someone he uh, considers way less than him yeah, and considers subservient to him, honestly. This is like quintessential Rick just being a a stubborn douchebag, honestly, because what what like a reasonable request for these zombie people that are doing all of your shit work essentially to do just like, hey, can you clean off your dish? And of course, it's like a whole (laughs) montage of him going to space to create like it. Time is passing clearly (laughs) when he goes to space to, to create these dishes. And then he comes back and just drops them on the lawn. and It's just like. No more worrying about our night cell. Yeah. We got new dishes. Like that didn't solve the problem, Rick. Come on. Mm. Cash is in a favor for this big ass. It I reminded really- me from Avengers when uh Peter Dinklage plays like the dude yeah. that makes Thor's thing. That is um, definitely what they were shouting out there. I was thinking yeah, the same sure. exact thing. Sure. And I was also like, what? Of course they're not gonna tell us what this guy owes him. It was like this space bull or like space minotaur looking thing that mm was just able to help him create these space plates sure we'll never get that reference ever again but we'll see yeah um and then you're absolutely right oh before that jerry also does call out rick and is just like dude we could have just cleaned the plates rather than yeah. go to space so jerry being the common sense here mm-hmm. um and so this is where you're absolutely right night rick awakes to himself or to the night selves tying him up and force feeding him dirty foods and the next morning he is puking his brains out i don't even think alcohol has made him throw up as much as he did that morning of just eating crap pretty much well he can handle his alcohol but yeah that was one of the most like this is an animated show and it still made me gag just watching a cartoon yeah i just thought if somebody did that i would just die i I would off myself like i know you're a like a little bit of a germ freak like that would just be too much for anybody that's worse and also one of the running gags of this episode is that night summer was in charge which is yes. a tremendous blow to Rick's ego that his night self would not be in charge of night family. And also I'm not sure if this night summer will come back, but this is like the deepest depths of summer just absolutely hates Rick and is like some sort of sociopath too, which I guess we knew summer had some of that in her, but definitely, definitely. And I'm with you. I was in my notes too. I had the same question written down, like, because night summer explicitly says like, I've always been Mm -hmm. in summer. Um, it just had me thinking that maybe someday summer is either going to not like potentially be like full on evil, but maybe try to overtake Rick's throne, quote unquote, to say like maybe have her become the, the crazy scientist person in the family. I don't know where I'm going with that, but just in general made me question whether summer Mm -hmm. is going to have a huge change in herself later on, I guess. Yeah. I'm kind of there with you because she shows ambition. Like, even exactly. for, for a couple seasons now, she's been like gung ho about joining Rick on every adventures where Morty has kind of resisted it. And we already know that Beth had the potential to become space adept. I don't know. Like she, she's an adventurer. She's like space Beth, obviously, because they're blood like mm-hmm. that. If, if Summer were to go that route, she would be exactly like space Beth. Space Beth is what I'm trying to say. I feel like she would just not give for a sure. fuck, be just a, like a total badass and just understand what's going on in the universe, I guess. But Summer's like kind of such a don't care about anything sort of bitch that like she could go bad too. I could see her. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I shouldn't call it. 
it's you know not what like, I'm trying to say. It's yeah. not bad, but she would just be like that space bath. Like she would just be mm. just do things her own way and yeah. not really listen to other people. Like not necessarily a villain, like villain Rick or evil Morty, things like that, but definitely someone who just cares more about themselves. Mm. Um, and I guess the big quote from this one was that, uh, quote unquote, night bath or night summer is trying to seize the day. That's the big, I guess, theme quote of the day. And while um, Rick is kind of chained down, they manage to lock Rick out of his tech, I guess. I guess Rick falls asleep at some point. Night Rick helps them kind of lock him out of his stuff. And then the next morning, Rick, of course, is pissed at Summer, even though Summer has no part in any of this. He just yeah. kind of like busts into her room. He's like, what the fuck, Summer? Like, you piece of shit. And she's like, what? What did I do? And he's like, your <laughs> night self, like, did all this stuff and she's like well that's my night self that doesn't have anything to do with yeah. me um and morty at the same time lets everyone well i guess they all come back together and morty lets everyone know that the house has been stripped clean um including i'm just going to call it the night machine i i really without subtitles it was so hard to understand what mm -hmm. they were calling this machine so i'll just call it the night machine um and then rick concocts this plan that summer should go undercover as night summer and essentially use this puck that will just blow up the machine and just yeah. kind of wipe out the effects of the machine um i don't think i missed anything there um if you have any comments about like those scenes in particular i feel like not really anything no crazy. not really just transition stuff yeah um Okay, but so this is actually to summer yeah. going undercover, right? This, yeah, I should have just transitioned <laughs> us right here because the family is going to bed and Rick has summer stay up by using this ridiculously uncomfortable suit. It looks like it's made of like steel wool. Her eyes are being like forced open with like chopsticks. She has a backpack of Mountain Dew and NyQuil, which she they call two like Dew Air. Quill air horn strapped to either <laughs> side of her ear like she's wrapped in bubble that. wrap um, i didn't even see that yeah that, i mean you were probably too focused on the do quill honestly yeah. <laughs> which that she is... like happily sips later I yeah she was, was vibing with the do quill yeah. it was crazy <laughs> oh that God, was so genius so genius. whoever designed that suit in the animator's booth bravo <laughs> you did it well that was just so creative everything that they could have imagined to have you stay awake at night was they were ready for it rick later, of course, yeah go ahead later on when she does you know is spying on the night family when they are kind of like hey wait a second night summer why are you in that suit and she's like because you guys have any room to talk about fashion and they're like <laughs> that's fair and again, she's still just <laughs> casually sipping the dew quill, just like yep. like a baby. She's literally looking like an infant as she's just like sipping on this stuff. It was so, so good. This was definitely the highlight for me, like the comedy of the episode. Mm -hmm. But she does get that puck on the machine. So, yeah. And then they wake basically Rick. They or she slaps the, the, the device on the night machine uh, to which we immediately wake up or Rick wakes up to summer just screaming in his face. Just yeah, job saying, well done. Yeah, job well done. I did it. I put the the deactivator puck and I destroyed the night machine. To which he goes downstairs. And previously, he made a device that put a laser like all around the house so nobody could come in or out. Right. Which the device was so cool. It, it was made out of a carton of eggs, which he licked to turn on because you have different cortisol <laughs> levels when you're asleep. Or I'm sorry, 
asleep or awake. So mm. only awake cortisol levels would uh, activate the device. Rick yeah. goes downstairs, <laughs> licks it again to turn it off. Because he's like, oh, we're safe. Good job, Summer. Yeah, we're um, going to brunch. Time to celebrate. <laughs> yeah. And the plot twist. Night Summer is still active. She never, dun, dun, I guess, dun. Night Summer never woke up, is how I should yeah. say it. Um, so she, they get played for fools. And now they're pretty much captured. Um, Summer forces them into labor. Uh, they're doing the, the their their day selves are doing the activities of their night selves as punishment. So Morty is forced to do a, like a quadrillion crunches. Uh, they're the night family now. Essentially, they're all just doing exactly. the night family's bitch work. Um, and they got these cool like floaty robots that are enforcing the law, and they have like these sleep pods. So it's like, yeah, the family goes when to it's sleep. time for them to wake up. The family goes into the pause to go to sleep. Exactly. And right before really they go up. to Yeah, it is definitely messed up. And right before they go to bed, who other than Jerry leaves himself a note in the in the chambers. And so they go to sleep and they get the family is awoken by night Jerry, who is very very into helping them out because he's like, Jerry <laughs> is such a nice guy. <laughs> like yep. he's so nice. Like I'm so down to help anyone that's friends with Jerry. And Rick is getting so pissed that he just slaps Night Jerry, and then that wakes up date regular Jerry, and he's like, "What the fuck's going on?" And everyone's like, "Oh, Rick, thanks for waking up Jerry. We're all here now." And he's like, "Yeah, like I yeah. totally meant to wake him up right there." <laughs> and then that kind of sparks this. It was a pretty good car chase sequence, yeah. actually, with Night Summer going on the robot, like chasing them all over the place, and it throws the wrench in it that. She's throwing like sleeping darts at them. So all in the car, like one person after another falls asleep and then gets woken up. Eventually, I, Jerry's the only one asleep, but he's a good guy. So they start like trying to kick him awake. It's so um, it, was it was just so chaos. Well, yeah, it was so well done. Like you said, they all kind of get knocked out eventually. I think Morty gets hit with a stray sleep dart at first. And then Rick, uh, I think, gets thrown out of the car. So he, <laughs> he passes out. Worth the... mentioning that sleep morty flexed his abs uh, rick punched him in the abs and it bounced right off them to give him a little sweet chin music on himself and that's, that's how he flew out and he knocked himself that, out which that made me soul. burst out laughing that was so ridiculous and it happened so quick the one also the other part of this scene that made me crack up too is i think night jerry wakes up or it's now day jerry and he's getting choked out by beth and he's just rocking a full chub <laughs> and he yes. just kind of like shrugs at her and even night beth <laughs> even night beth is like ugh, like yeah. the, just the classic response that beth would have to jerry in this moment and i was just like cracking up that no matter what <laughs> beth is going to see jerry as just kind of like a little bit pathetic as always and it was just so random they just emphasized the boner oh my god it was so well done though just how they're they're going to sleep they're waking up oh like i accidentally sat on one of these sleep darts so now i'm asleep again and yeah eventually all of the family is awake they're almost at the airport, but of course, there's that stray needle that's in the car. Of course, the person that gets struck by it is Summer. So now the leader, Night Summer, is awake. She kind of gets everyone else to fall asleep. And so now it's just Rick versus the Night Selves. And um, so that was also a funny sequence because Night Summer drives them off a cliff and then they all like 
wrestle each other and fight and subsequently knock mm. each other out and wake each other up like back and forth so you have this fight sequence where like two people fall to the ground change their consciousness and then start fighting each other again yes. um brilliant yeah. episode brilliant episode yeah man. it these, was these fights were so well done i think just the it way was that- a lot of I don't even know if this term applies to animation, but physical comedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just people like doing funny shit with their bodies. Um, But like you said, Summer gets everybody except for Rick asleep. They have him pinned down and she's about to just overtake him with the dart. And Jerry, Night Jerry, rather, is the voice of reason, tries to broker a deal. Surely there must be a peaceful way to resolve this. Uh, What do we think if he just agrees to wash off the dishes before (laughs) putting them in the sink and of course he says and no right that's like he, well we don't hear his answer but mm. that's when they roll the credits and we see the flash show of them traveling the world going to paris london etc etc as um, the, their night selves because i guess yes. that's because rick did end up saying like yes. probably said fuck it no so yep. they were like okay now you're a night self permanently allowing Which... them to seize the day when, and then the credits started rolling, you're right, and with the uh, the pictures of them traveling as their night selves and everything, I'm like, so are we just going to open next episode with them being night selves? But of course... Great use get, of the end credit scene. Yeah, we get the end credit scene where, of course, their night selves realize that it sucks being a day walker, if that's what you want to call it, yeah. because they have you know, taxes, they have to pay the bills, they're the the car gets towed i wonder if like that'll actually like if that them not having a car will ever like come back i feel like that's such a small thing that they could easily just make into a story because it's rick and morty well yeah they could go two ways with it either next episode we literally pick up right where we left off here they're broke with nothing in their house or they could just just say fuck it like we just say fuck everything. it rick's a genius he yeah. printed them a million dollars cloned <laughs> them a car like money and material objects are never actually actually an issue for the smiths because rick is rick that's absolutely but true like, plus rick is car. also rick so like he won't give them a mansion or anything nice he will just mm. give them what they need true and plus they have a car in morty all they have to do is just like get morty to like fall what it was i don't even remember what the trigger was but whatever it is they just have him do that and morty becomes the car but um they end up realizing that being day people suck and they have all these Mm -hmm. uh, more tasks than they already had to do at night to do um so they just say fuck it like i know one way to get out of here and night rick pulls out a gun (laughs) but it's actually to destroy the machine and not do what we all think that they're going to do and so Mm. the family wakes up and of course rick checks his phone and the choco taco has been discontinued rest in peace to the choco taco that was such big news what was that that was like a couple months ago maybe two or three months ago when word got out like I forget who the owner of the Choco yeah. Taco was, but I remember it being tweeted out like we've decided to discontinue the Choco Taco. And for like days, the Internet was like, bring it back, which they haven't done. But I thought it was funny that they incorporated loves such a Choco Taco, man. Yeah, I loved how they brought in this kind of like it's not like a significant cultural reference, but it's significant enough that they can include it into this TV show. And someone like me can totally understand what they're referencing here. But yeah. That was the episode um, more so a mind melter than it was maybe a, a comedic episode to me. 
still some very funny moments. Not going to, like I said last episode, I'm not going to ever say that there was a, there's a bad episode of Rick and Morty ever, but definitely not one of the stronger ones to me. And it is funny how we get less and less of these exotic characters now that the portal gun's gone. Like we haven't really seen like a, a Mr. Nimbus or a Mr. Poopy butthole or, you know, just like any of those wacky characters that we've come to know and love from the first, like me sigs, like we just haven't yeah. really met those characters. And I wonder if it's because it's the portal guns been missing, but we did see uh who was the one in episode one that kept replicating itself and they had to find a new planet, Mr. Nub Nub or something. Yeah, you're, you're right. There was that one, but he didn't stay around very long. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, the second episode, the Die Hard episode had the alien terrorist, but they were just at Blitz and Chips. So, Mm. yeah, you're right. We really haven't had a singular zany character that sticks around for a whole episode. And it goes back to what you were saying that it's been mostly family issues Mm -hmm. that we've been getting this season, which still have been phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. I've been always going to love watching me a Rick and Morty episode, but I am interested to see how as a whole, the family is going to recover from maybe not recover is the right word, but how the family will adapt going forward. Now that they have less uh, abilities to go on adventures. And now that they have to more spend more time with each other, I just wonder how that's going to set up seasons going forward, you know? Um, And especially this season, particularly like, are we, are we going to like, do you think we're going to actually get the portal gun back this season? Do you think they could go this entire season without it and still afford for it to come back? Like, I just really have no idea what to expect. Well, I think they're, they've already shown that they have no problem contriving adventures for, for the Smiths without the portal gun. But mm-hmm. I think we were kind of talking about it in one of the other recordings, I think. Do we even believe Rick when he says, oh, I just don't feel like fixing it? Do we think that like his confidence is shaken and like he, we he doesn't know up. how to fix it? Mm-hmm. Uh, do we think that maybe he's scared to fix it because that would open him back up to the chaos of the universe and maybe a uh, villain like, Rick could come and find him? Um, I feel like if he doesn't fix it that's a sign of him growing as a, a family member just to, to kind of yeah. say um maybe he so, wants to spend the time with his family even though he would never yeah. admit it and would just be like i don't feel like it stop bringing it up and it'll just take me Ex- longer exactly but we did bring that up on i think it might have even been just last last uh episodes recording but you're right i think it is still a combination of both that one i don't think he physically actually knows how to do it or it does it will take a while because Maybe that portal juice is like very rare substance, uh, like a raring blend of ingredients that's very hard to find. But also at the same time, it could be because Rick is would never admit it, but is actually enjoying his time with his family kind of thing. So I hope they acknowledge. What am I trying to say? I hope they give us an answer to this question. Why isn't the portal gun being a thing? And I hope it's not some stupid Rick and Morty one line throwaway. Yeah. Um, And also, I think in episode one, they said that it was evil Morty that was like the one that stopped the portal guns from working. So maybe his influence is still stopping it from being fixed. I think it, it, it very well could be. And it'll be interesting to see. I think is it. Are, are, have there always been 10 episodes in a season? Do you know off the top of your head? I'm like, like 90% yes. Yeah, I think it is mostly nine. Yes, so it is. It is. We're, we're approaching the halfway. Like, So next episode will be the halfway point. Do you have any expectations? Do you think that we'll kind of go back to maybe some more of these like... Vi- 
well, I won't even call them plot episodes. I'll just call them villain Rick episodes. Like, do you think maybe because it's the the season, the mid season point, do you think we'll get a villain Rick episode next episode, or do you think it'll maybe be one offs up until the actual maybe penultimate episode, like episodes nine and ten, will be villain Rick? I don't know how they're going to do it, but I do feel like they save their best for the last two episodes that's how the past couple seasons have been so i wouldn't be surprised if it's a couple more one-offs and then we start getting into some more important stuff um let me me do a let me pull a luke here and let me let me write down let me give you a question and i'm going to write down our answers and then we'll address this back at the later the season for my first question will be will the portal gun be fixed this season yes okay i'm also going to agree yes on this one and then i guess the next question will be when will villain rick make his reappearance when will vr come back this was episode four and he only has been in episode one correct i think it was that that big plot one and then at the end so he has not come back i want to say episode nine or ten nine or ten yeah i'm gonna go they always they're so good at keeping it like I feel like in the past, like maybe even last season, we were like, uh, like it's the mid season, like we're not gonna get anything. And then we did get something, and then we were at the season finale and we we're like, oh, we're not gonna get anything. We did. So I'll just just to keep things different, I'm gonna say that he'll make his appearance either next episode or I'll say five or six rather than nine and ten. But I if yeah. I had to off the top of my head, I think I would if I had to bet money, I would say nine and ten probably. But any final thoughts on this episode specifically? Anything you want to get out on your chest uh, before we close this thing down? Any final theories, guesses? It was a good episode, not a great episode. I th- my overall rating would probably be a seven. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. Six and a half, seven for me, probably. It's always so hard to rank these just off yeah. the top of the head. But yeah, six that, and a half, seven. That said, though, I I do kind of appreciate these episodes where they don't use the science fiction like Rick mm-hmm. invention so much as a crutch um and they do spotlight the family dynamics I think it's just episodes like this are just a very different tone than the wacky zany Rick and Morty adventures that we have and the more these these family relationships get flushed out the more just like depth these characters have and if we have like how many seasons did they say they just signed on for like 10 more seasons whatever yeah, like, whatever it was yeah you know i i like the depth mm-hmm. knowing that we're going to be with these characters for a long time absolutely absolutely um well i guess that's going to be it let me try and do this off the top yeah you got it <laughs> thanks everybody for listening this was uh season six episode four night family of rick and morty stay tuned we will of course be covering the rest of the seasons episodes five six seven eight nine ten going all the way through if you like what you heard give bingetown tv a follow on twitter instagram subscribe to us on patreon um give us a follow on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever else you get your app uh your apple podcast wherever else you get your podcasts we're on youtube too absolutely on youtube as well we've got some great uh youtube shorts on there we've got a lot of uh a lot of the podcasts we've re-uploaded on there as well so a lot of great contact the youtube numbers have been skyrocketing so i want to just thank (laughs) everybody for for giving their two cents there yes for sure amazing to watch daily watch those numbers go up but that's going to be it from us once again we are binge town tv 
and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.